When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Hypocrite Cast. That's a sound of the horn. Welcome to an all new Clipcast. I'm your host, Chris. How wild with me as always, Zubank Hank from lovely Dawn Patrol Studios, all the way in Burbank, California. Hi, Henry. Oh, it's good to be back, Chris Kowild. I was on yet another Burbank Hank excursion into the Hollywood Hank world, and I but I just have to tell you, I'm sorry I wasn't here to comfort you because the mm. season is over and we weren't the first seed, so we have to blow up the team and mm. get rid of everybody. The Kawhi uh, Leonard and Paul George experiment was a failure. What? Calm what down. <laughs> calm down. <laughs> I won't calm down. Oh my gosh, everybody! I will not calm down. There's like down. thirty something games left, and we're still thirty-four. And we're just, and we're literally the team that's in sixth is also a five hundred team <laughs> that has so lost. So you're telling me we're tied for the sixth seed, is what you're saying? Well, not not specific. We're tied. I know, the, but we are basically tied for the seventh. We are tied no, for the seventh yeah, seed. Basically, the sixth seed. It's the same thing. Five hundred I mean, ball. Holy I hear what you're saying. Holy cow! Holy goodness! And P.S. Yeah, I hope everybody. I don't. I really don't want to make people feel bad about being nervous. It has been a frustrating. I'm sorry, season. being what? Purvis, nervous okay, purvis. Um, it it has been yes, it has been a frustrating season because we wanted to believe that we would have Kawhi Leonard every game, but it I'm looks t- like we got him every game for the rest of the season except for back to backs. Well, holy cow, we got we sure got some great vintage Kawhi Leonard. He may have been playing in San Antonio, but he looked like he was playing for San Antonio a, a half dozen years ago tonight. Thirty six oh, points. Thirty six. I points. like that. I like that analogy. He I went, like that. He had fifteen points in the first half. He had fifteen points in the third quarter Boom, with three baby. threes. He four dunks. Mm-hmm. Four of five from three. I mean, he was great You'll love tonight. To see it. He was cooking. He was cooking. Man, he was, cooking. he was great tonight. He was great. How does he get? Here's what. Here's what's crazy. How does he get thirty six or whatever it was, and we get a Chris Wild seven pack, seven guys in double digits. I don't have it in front of me. Oh, Hank. it's because Ter- it's because Terrence Mann started, and it's because Norman Powell. I got three. Mm. I got three reasons. Terrence Mann started, went for 10 points. Oh, so great. Second of all, That's for one. This, second of all, for the second game in a row, <laughs> uh-huh. Norm, Norman Powell is lights out. Four, of, oh, four sure. of five from three, nine of 11 from the field, 26 points. Oh, that's two guys. We know Kawhi Leonard is in double digits. Four oh, but, more guys in double digits. Oh, but here's the other reason. Oh, talk to me. It worked, benching Reggie Jackson. It sure did. Terrence Manager starting point guard. And I love this lineup tonight where Paul George was playing point guard for a lineup that consisted of Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Marcus Morris Sr., Nico Batum, and Ivica Zubats. Those five guys were in the lineup that really kind of turned the tide tonight. And I loved it. And we had seven guys in double digits. 
I know last Clipcast, it just came out minutes ago, not only was the sky falling, but the ship was sinking. Yeah, it was. We had hit an iceberg. It was great. Can I take a moment and say that was really some fine audio editing? Wow. Really some fine audio editing. But is Ivica Zubats, the much maligned and slandered, not good enough big, got 16 rebounds. Ugh. And Love Paul George, and he, I bet he was in double rebounds. digits. 12 assists, rather. 12 I bet assists. he was in double digits. Oh, yeah. 12 and I believe points. Paul George had no Paul turnovers. George. Paul George, no turnovers. Oh, he in was general, point guard tonight. I want to say, we did we did we really, we did, did we even break 10 turnovers tonight? We've gotten 10 turnovers and a half, I feel like, previously oh, to sure. this game. Oh, sure. In the, in the slump, in the slouch. Nine turnovers as a team. And three of them came from Reggie, which is kind of where you expect our leading turnovers to come from. Because he's reckless, and he's... And he's, he is, he's <laughs> yes, reckless. He is. That's, I know, that's the, that's the bad, that's the red flag. It's one of the red flags of red flag Reggie. But he's, he actually did well tonight off the bench. He did. He, at one point, he was only one for six from three, but then he had something like six points, eight points in a row for the Clippers, actually hit two clutch threes. So he was much better tonight, Reggie, more comfortable in that off the bench. Roll. Oh, yeah. Well, two clutch shots. I think one of those was a long two because he went one of Fair five enough. from three. Uh, but there I also think during some uh, during a period of time where maybe the lead was kind of slipping away, he was hoisting up some shots. But, ooh, in the third quarter, did we look strong. Four dunks from Kawhi Leonard. I guess he's oh, feeling better. I'd love to see I it. guess he's not too worried about You'll cutting and leaping and jumping. Say it, Hank. I mean, come on, man. Come on. I, and listen, I can almost imagine you right now listening to us. First of all, really mm. enjoying it. Just oh, really, great. It's a great really, show. Really enjoying the sound of two great friends who've loved the Clippers potentially longer than you have, and if not, probably equally as long, and love them as much as you do. I hear mm. you. I mm-hmm. hear you. It's versus the lowly Spurs. Oh, like, yeah. We're 3 0 versus the Spurs on the season. Weren't you all feeling like when this game started that if we lost this one, we'd have to blow this team up? I know you were. It was all over oh, yeah. Clippers Twitter. We don't win this one. It doesn't count. And now we have, and it's like, oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yes, it it does. does matter. It's a win. Yes, it does matter. It's a win. And we play the Spurs on Thursday and a potential season sweep. And my God, do we need all four of those we Ws. Need we need the wins. We do need the wins, but this is a win. But the biggest win is 38 minutes from Kawhi Leonard. The potentially mm. the potentially not mm-hmm. quite as big a win, but still a big win, is that Paul George had hamstring tightness. And if you don't know how dangerous that is, if you don't know how badly you have to manage minutes when players start having problems with their hamstring, you're not paying attention to the modern NBA. And he came back and played 32 minutes, and that's minutes restriction. Yeah, so and he had zero I turnovers. Like I zero like turnovers it. for PG. I and, love and I it. have to say, I listen to the solo cast. I always enjoy the solo cast. Uh, I, I was not feeling like we needed to blow up this team. I told you that this has not been fun this season because well, we haven't I never said seen, anything about we, blowing up we, the team. We, no, no, I know you didn't say that, but that is what's been said. I'm saying I never said that. It's been oh, real, frustrating my, my and not fun because we're not getting the full-strength team Because we game. were a losing basketball but team. We, it's we not also, fun. We also had a four-point lead versus the Sixers in the third quarter. The Sixers are sure, great. sure. They're great. No, the we Sixers played great are going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. And Possibly. We were, and we were up in the third. Oh, they're going to be. I think it's going to be them and, and Boston. Mm, pass, 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 pass. I think maybe Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets could finally do it. Oh, yeah, sure. I always forget about I it. I heard some crazy stuff lame. on Twitter, and I mentioned it during the Clippers are sinking iceberg right ahead clipcast of absolute panic and despair. 
And by the way, we've won three out of six. We're 3-0 and versus the Spurs. We play them again Thursday. We play the lowly, lowly L word who we've beaten nine times in a row. We just got to get past Dallas, who, P.S., we beat the last time we played. So we're all right. We're doing all right-ish. I know that's crazy to say we're doing all right-ish. But we're now finally back to mediocre 500 basketball club. Oh, yeah. We'll love it. And if we can do my theory of win 23 in 23, then we are in really good shape. We're three down and 20 to go. There's 35 games left. All we got to do is go 20 and 15. And we get that 23 and 23. And I'm telling you, that's all you need in this stinky, stinky Western Conference to get into and pass the play, get past the play and get into the playoffs. Look at how many winning basketball teams there are in the West. Five. The West stinks. And not all of these teams that are mediocre and hovering under mediocrity are going to all of a sudden turn it on. I don't believe in the Jazz. I don't believe in the Suns. I don't believe in the L word. I don't believe in OKC Thunder. I don't believe in any of these scrubby, scummy teams. I believe in the top five. I, I, you, you, you've convinced me. Certainly the top three. Denver, Memphis, New Orleans. I'm convinced. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I am scared of all three of those teams. New Orleans killed us last year and now add Zion, and they're a winning ball club. Memphis is for real, even though they got knocked out in round two last postseason, but they're clearly for real. Well, the, well, the Kings and, are now. The Kings are now in third. And now and De- Denver Nuggets are the best team, I think, in certainly the Western Conference oh, by leaps and bounds. Yeah. Kings are good. Yeah. Mavs are good, but everyone else stinks. Oh, yeah. The Nuggets and the Grizzlies in their last 20 games are 19-1 and combined. Oh, stop it. Yeah, Yeah, the Nuggets are on an eight-game winning streak, and the Grizzlies are on an 11-game winning streak. Cheapers, creepers. You you were the one that clued me in about how very rare it is for teams that are not the top one or two seeds to make it to the Western Conference Finals and win it all. It's very rare for the eighth seed. Has the eighth seed ever won the championship? No. Uh, right. But, however, how many years we've been doing the play-in tournament? Two, three. So, there's not a big <laughs> sample There's not a big sample size <laughs> to draw from. And, honestly, True. we're, we're not – We're not so – people all over Twitter, when you were saying, oh, Boston went from being 500 – 23 to, and 24. Uh, yeah. Well, we're not Boston. No, we're not Boston. They weren't load managing their top two stars and dealing with injuries like we've been dealing with injuries. Okay, so, well, so I agree. I disagree with you because we are Boston, and I told you why. Yes, on the last yes, episode. it's true because they actually—that's a crazy story. <laughs> I know that's a crazy story. But the Eastern Conference wasn't what it was last year, and so the Western Conference is probably worse than the Eastern Conference was last year. So I think yes, yes, we are unlikely to do what Boston did, but I'm telling you, we don't have to in the no, Western. Conference. You got to make the play-in. You just have to make the play-in. No, no, I, I disagree. I don't want to make the play-in. I, the plan flipping terrifies me because Ty Lue goes 0 for 2 after the regular season. Right, but I'm saying we just have I've to. got a four-example sample size, so I don't want to make the play-in, and it's very easy in the Western Conference to be in the top six. We lost six in a row and still were number six. That's how bad the West is. Oh, yes, we're three and, then, and seven on the last ten, and we're still eighth. Any other year, we're in the playoffs right now. And I'm telling you, we're we're 500. So's number six. So's number seven. So's number eight. So it's like we're in a three-way tie for sixth right now, and we play San Antonio again Thursday, who we classically beat. We play L Word again, who we classically beat, and then Dallas is tough. So like, there's a bit of a tough stretch here for sure. But I am very, very emboldened. 
by the fact that we finally have won three out of six after going nine of 12. We've lost nine of 12. You know, obviously, big picture, we've lost nine of 12. That is terrible. Terrible. But small, smaller picture, we've we've lost only three out of six. We've won three out of six. We're playing 500 basketball in the past six. We're playing 500 basketball in the past 48 because we're a 500 ball club. Well, so hopefully also, we've turned but, a corner. Hope, hope. Well, look, hope, we hope, hope, hope. Yes, we hope that. And we need every win that we can get. And we are also – we. There are websites that have sort of ranked out the rest of the se- the rest of the schedules for all the teams, and we have the worst, if not the hardest, one of the hardest ends of the season of any other team. Except that we're now getting our stars back, sure. so that's okay. But also with this Canard big- traveled, Canard we- traveled with them. We'll probably see like him it. sometime with- in New York. With this big road trip in front of us, I would point out that if you take away the Nuggets and the Grizzlies and the Kings, who are numbers one, two, and three, and who are just on great tears in general. The Pelicans um, are nine and 14 on the road. The Mavericks are eight and 15 on the road. The Warriors are six and 18 on the road. The Jazz are nine and 16 on the road. Oh, what are we on the road? And then the Clippers are 11 and 13 on the road. We're we're close to 500 basketball on the road. And then the next three teams below us, 8 and 14, 8 and 14, 7 and 17. So as far as where we are with this big road trip coming, we're not terrible on the road. We're close to 500 basketball on the road. And the only teams that are are better than us on the road in the top 12 teams – are the mm-hmm. Nuggets who are eleven and ten? The Grizzlies are at eleven and ten. The Kings are eleven and nine. They're not. They're still just barely above five hundred right. on the road. Sure. So like we we I'm not scared of being on the road for us. Oh no. We just need to get got, keep guys healthy and also let's transition this. Mm-hmm. I do think it's possible we could upgrade our roster without blowing up our roster. I do think that's possible. But well, I'm, not see looking to give away man. See I'm not looking to give away Man and Luke Kennard for no. aged Mike Conley or, or, or whatever. I mean, that's not interesting to me because I don't think we need a true point guard after we've seen what we saw from Paul George tonight. Well, I stand by my earlier statement that Covington's on the block. Covington is going to be part of a trade package that may or may not include John Wall or Reggie Jackson or some young upstart like Brandon Boston Jr. or even, God forbid, Moose. So, like, there's going to be a Covington, maybe Marcus Morris, maybe young guy package. I don't, in any reality, see Lawrence Frank and Jerry West trading away Luke Kennard or Terrence Mann. It's just not happening. And, yes, teams will have wish lists, but it's a two-way street. And I'm here to tell you, like, Robert Covington's great. Any team would be lucky to have him. Any team would be lucky to have Bob Covington plus Marcus Morris Sr. plus Reggie Jackson. I understand as Clipper Nation, we're like, oh, man, get rid of Reggie right now. Get rid of Mook. I'm I'm not in a hurry to give up a couple of forwards. I'm not in a hurry to give up six of nine from the field, 50% from three tonight, Marcus Morris. I get it. As a I small love Mook. forward and Robert Covington as a power forward. The reason I'd be will- willing to part with Robert Covington is because he's obviously not – Ty Lue doesn't love him. No, no. And I, mean, I think seven minutes. I, I, I know. I mean, and I went on the last cast singing and crying and screaming. Give me more Bob. Give me more Bob. And Ty Lue's like, I'm not listening. 
I am not listening. I, mean, I will great, not give you more there's, bomb. There's a great moment from the uh, press conf- pregame press conference. They're like, did you hear what Chris Kowald said? And he put his fingers <laughs> in his ears. And he went, la, 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 la. I'm not listening. I'm not listening. <laughs> he went, lu, 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 lu. And we're like, we <laughs> that's know that's your last name. We know, Ty. We get it. So we I think it. Covington's gone. I think you, I mean, look, we'd be, I, I, Mook can go. I'm not worried about it. I listened to Dime Dropper from Locked On Clips on Trent Maddox's spaces say, imagine Marcus Morris gets traded, then Covington will get bumped up and get his minutes. I just don't see that happening. I see Covington getting traded, oh. which is why he's getting no minutes. I, I Clearly, Ty Lue loves Mook, and Mook was in that lineup that really impressed me tonight with Paul George's point guard, Kawhi Leonard, as two guard, Mook as the three, Batum as the four, and Zoo as the five. I loved that lineup. And it was great to see Reggie comfortable coming off the bench late. It was great to see Kawhi put on a show. Do you have the box score in front of you? Because I want to play the game where I can see if I can guess all seven double-digit Clippers for the Chris oh, at six-pack plus I'm one. Okay. I'm ready. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. Yes. 36 points, I believe. That's correct. I think your second highest scorer was Norman Powell. Correct. 20-something points. Yeah, 26. I know my correct. man PG-13 had a double-double, right? Whoop, 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 whoop. Choo, choo, I'm not choo, sure choo. how many points he, or assists he had, but he had double-digit points, double-digit assists. 12 assists, zero. Oh, oh, oh. In the, in the much-lauded assist-to-turnover ratio, mm-hmm. he was 12 to zero. Wubba, wubba. And how many points did he get? PG-13? 16. 16. 16. Yeah, seven, 16. Of 13, seven of 13 shooting, better than 50%, two of three from three. Kawhi, Powell. PG, I think all your starters were in double digits. Marcus Morris, Ivica Zubats, is that correct? Am I good? Yes, 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 yes. Five. With, his six, with his 16 rebounds, Ivica Zubats, thank you. Terrence Mann, double digits, that's your fifth starter to get me whoop, whoop. six. Norm doot, Powell, sixth man of the year. That's six. Who's seven? Okay, hold on. Hold everything. We've got the French Knight, P. Nico P. Batum, P. possibly. P.S. Terrence Mann, five of six from the field. Oh, so good. Five of six. So good. So it was another bench player. I'm just going to go all in Nico Batum. Allez. No, not even close. Not even close. close. Remember what I said to start the podcast. The benching worked. Reggie action. Jackson. Reggie vision. Lucky number 13. (laughs) And it was four of 11. It took him 11 shots to get those 13 points. Well, he's uh, one for six, right, from three? Isn't that what he told five. me or something? One of five. Okay, yep. one of five from three. And then the rest of his the shots, almost, you know, all the other shots basically hit. He, I think he missed only one, two, and he made the rest. Sure. One of five from three, yeah. <sighs> no. Well, I am having a victory beer, and there have been way too few in 2023. But if I'm telling you, do you like my 23 and 23? 23 and 23 theory. Oh, you were talking about the 23 and me where you do your DNA testing and we find out that you're that you're always meant to be a Clippers fan, not a Nets fan, which is how you start. You know, Hank, I don't mean to turn the uh tide of this clipcast, but I've got a real fun way to share my DNA that Oh no! I no! <laughs> I think that the listener is no. really no, I, gonna enjoy. I do like the theory. I I do like the theory, and I also I also look. It's it's easy for us to be glib because so many of the. So I'll, I'll, I'm going to make a. I'm going to cast a broad net. 
not only so many of the fans, and everyone is welcome, and please don't jump off the bandwagon. You're crazy, too. There's no reason to start Oh, you don't jump cheering. off the Clippers shit. Don't cheer for another team for the love of Pete. Wait until, <clears throat> wait until we me. see how this thing shakes out. Um, of course not. But it's not, it's not only fans. It's also media attention. It's also writers. It's also broadcasters who came along when, when Blake Griffin and then more specifically Chris Paul – Join the Clippers and Lob City started and all of that. So you definitely right. have an older fan base who loves mm. the Clippers and has knows their friends and met their wives at games and all right. these fun and crazy things. You specifically, of course, Chris Kowal, re-met your wife Guilty. at the Clippers Guilty. game. Guilty. Um, That's right. Uh, so you get it. You know, you uh, people got on thinking we were going to win a championship, and there's more of us that have been diehard, dyed-in-the-wool uh, born and bred Clippers fans. So I get it. I get it. Uh, but holy cow. Like we're, it's getting there, folks. It's getting there. If you can't get excited about Kawhi Leonard dunking four times and playing 38 minutes, right. if you can't well, get excited about Kawhi right. Leonard going zero for 100 from the field but playing 38 right. minutes, I don't know what to tell you. He played the game. I, I got to be honest, like, it's just recency bias. So everyone who's like, oh, this team's no fun, and and it, they weren't fun. Nine losses in 12 games is not fun at all. That's 75% of the games they've lost. That's not fun. Well, I would be 50%. more specific and say it's not fun to lose games closely and then go, oh, we only get to play our stars for one out of these two games. I wish we'd played them the second game, but they played in the sure. national televised game. They played the Oy. Sixers so they could be on TNT, and I wish they'd waited and played on Bally app. And So that's what's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun to, to – it'd be one thing if you lose your guy for 20 games. It's something right. else to get him back for four of – Six games, and they picked the wrong games to play them. I they prefer, by the way, over TNT coverage, I take Bally app every day. Oh, my every gosh. Every way. time. It is a bummer to listen to anybody but Brian Seaman and then insert whichever his co-host is. They're all great. You know what I haven't done this season? And I'm going to once again. That superstition is not working. It was my New Year's resolution, January 1st, 2022, <laughs> to not take a shower. So full year later and change. Uh, I regret that riff. I regret my stench. Luckily, it's an audio-only for uh, podcast. It's an audio-only format. So the, the listener is the listener and not the sniffer. But I have not thrown shade at Jim Jackson in forever. So oh, I like I him. watched... I, I dislike him. Oh, no. And I went on record many, many moons ago saying I dislike him because the old lady, my wife, who I re-met after a 10-year hiatus at a Clipper game. We at went Clippers to college game. together. Yep. And then she transferred, and this was before people had you know social media, et cetera. Emails were like, what's this newfangled electronic mail? So she goes, and I don't see her for 10 years. Then she sees me on the Jumbotron at a Phoenix Suns versus Los Angeles Clippers game in 2006, and the rest is history. Man alive, did I derail. Okay, so well, she I'm told me. You. I'm waiting for you to make the point. <laughs> she told me Jim Jackson goes on these national sports talk shows, okay, and he mad dogs, her words, mad dogs or throws shade at the Clippers on the national sports shows. And this was 
when we were winning Clippers, he was mad dogging. So that's what my old lady told me. And I was like, whoa, I don't like no guy going on no national talk show mad dogging my Clippers. So I didn't, I disliked him right out of the gate. I prefer Czar because he's from New Jersey. He's an old guy from New Jersey, just like me. So I prefer Fratello. Then I watch TNT, and you know I've said it just recently, I prefer Bally App coverage. I'm watching TNT. Noah Eagle's father is calling the oh, game. Oh, not that great? Doing play-by-play. That caught me off guard. I couldn't believe it. I know. It. And then the color commentator is Jim Jackson. And I was like, what the heck's going on? Now, the Clippers are playing horribly on national television this season. Just abysmally. A lot of it was obviously during that big losing streak. We also started the season stubbing our toe. Let's not forget, two and four in our first six was not pretty and not fun. And then Kawhi goes down. Yeah. So we go on that slump, and it wasn't fun. But I'm here to tell you it's recency bias because every single win that we saw this season, I don't remember any of the 24 wins going, well, that win was not fun to watch. Every single win oh, wins was are fun. fun. Yeah. Well, the wins are fun. Yeah. And so we've got 11 winning seasons. So we've had 11 fun seasons. So everyone's saying, oh, last season was more fun. No, it wasn't. Oh, no. There were more. There was, it was just a, we were just a bunch of winners. Two seasons ago was the most fun season ever in Clipper franchise history. We went to the Western Conference Finals, and that was the most fun ever. Game six, round two, Terrence Mann, lights out, most fun Clipper game in front of the home crowd ever. Not up for debate. So, yeah, it wasn't fun this season, just as short term as last game when we were a losing basketball team, and we lost, and we were 20 three and 24 but now we're 24 and 24 we're a mediocre basketball club not fun overall but not horrible overall certainly horrible in the last 12 certainly nine out of 12 losses horrible but three and three is meh over the last six and if we can do 23 and 23 get 23 wins in 2023 finish the season out 44 And 38, I am telling you, it's enough to get top six. It's enough to be fun because we're over 500 with a cushion. Anything better than that, it's gravy, baby. It's icing on the cake, Hank. It's icing on Hank's cake. And I have to say, honestly, we should be looking game by game because every win matters at this point. It's chip, chip, chipperoo. And our next game is versus the Mavericks. Now, yeah, they, we they beat could, them last they time. Could, we did beat them last time. They can be a problem for us, and frankly, mm-hmm. they they just beat Miami and played mm-hmm. great defense. And I think it would be fair to say nobody Uh-oh. nobody played any defense tonight in the game we played. Uh-oh. Like we, there was no we defense. Cer- we certainly didn't play there, great defense. No, we didn't sure. play any. We didn't play any defense. No one was playing any. It was like an all star game out there. What was the final score? One hundred and eighty to three hundred. It was ridiculous. A lot of 250. scoring. Two fifty. To 290. Oh, excuse me. Thank you for correcting me. Uh, but, but, but I will tell yes. you. In yes, the, but, in the, but, but, you in love the last butts. Seven, in the last, I do love butts. I can't lie. Mayor in butts. the last seven games, yeah. they're only two and five. They're only two the, and five. They're not super the Clippers? hot. Clippers? The Mavs. Oh, no, Dallas. The Mavs. Oh, Dallas. Oh. They're only two in the and last, five. What? They're what? only two and five. We could beat the Mavs. Oh, that's worse than us. That's worse than us. They're not, no, they're better than us in their, their record. I want to say they're like three games over 500. Yeah, but the last seven, we're three and four. The last two seven, and they're five. Two, two and five. five. I'll take it. Two and five. also, I think it's much easier to play defense against 
Dallas where you just double-team Luka because he's the only guy that can score on the team. Also, he's used to hearing multiple voices in his head, but if you if everyone starts whispering Cuckoo. in his ear, Cuckoo. then he really loses it. Because he's already hearing so many voices. If you throw a couple of extra voices in there and you're like, pizza, pizza, or like whatever it is, he'll really quit. <laughs> pizza, pizza. annoyed. Well, you avoid nice. the annoyed. You got to avoid the noise out to well, steal that's your pizza. Little Caesars. Little Caesars says uh, pizza, pizza. Avoid the noise is going to botch your Domino's delivery. You got to avoid the noise. You got to avoid the noise, dude. You want the The cool good pizza. news is Nico Batum and Evita Zubats both speak fluid Euro. So they can get in Luca's head and speak fluid Euro to him. I think, so that's just you, two more voices. To say fluent Euro? I don't think it's fluid. I think you're misusing that. No, no, no. In Europe, they say <laughs> it, speak, don't spray it. I speak fluid French. I want the news, <laughs> not the weather. I have had a couple of fluids, some uh, oat barley fluids, and uh, I am sure. misspeaking. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, Wow, I, I so like if you're rich, you're not... Hold on a second. Let, let me go back. If you're rich, you're not affluid. Oh no, Chris! I'm upset. You're disappointed. You should be. I don't. I can't live like no, this. No, I'm disappointing you. A Clippers podcaster is disappointing you. Well, the Clippers <laughs> should be getting you used to disappointment by now. Uh, but we've got time. We've got time. We've got tomorrow. We got tomorrow off. We That's do right. play in Dallas now. They made the game earlier. They made the game earlier in Dallas. It's now an 11:30 game. That may be our time, 11:30, but it, it's now an it's now an earlier earlier game because the Dallas Cowboys are playing the San Francisco 49ers in San Francisco on Sunday, and that's Dallas. Oh, so fun! So, so, so they, Dallas versus California doubleheader double in header. Dallas. That is double super header. fun. But then, but then we come home two days mm-hmm. later to play the Lakers. Two days on later the road we, at LA. Two days later, we play the Spurs at home versus Spurs. Three and zero versus them. We can do the season sweep yeah, and then so- our last back to back for weeks. For, we don't have a back to back in the month of February, Hank. Yeah, no, that's great news. That's great. We're going to see a lot of Kawhi Leonard, except for either at Atlanta or at Cleveland. Yeah, man, and we lost know. to it. We did lose to Atlanta last time we played them, and we, but beat, we beat Cleveland. We beat, we beat Cleveland, Cleveland the last time we played them. But who who do you? Uh, okay, so you're. I'm going to ask you to put your Ty Lue cap on. Okay, no cap. Ooh, okay, okay, no cap. And you're going to tell me right now, at Atlanta Saturday, at Cleveland Sunday. What are you doing if, in this hypothetical, PG and Kawhi cannot play? Back-to-backs, are you going to double up with them for one? Are you going to spread the wealth? What are you going to do, Coach? It, it would always be my opinion that you play one in one game and one in the other as far as trying to win every game we can win. But I suppose, We need all the Ws we can get. But I suppose the pushback on that is that you also want these guys to continue to build chemistry. Mm. And if what you're trying to do is think about your playoff run, mm-hmm. you you got to keep you got to keep playing them together. So I like that. Yeah, I like that better. You know, I don't know. I, I do think that I think that I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. I, I think that Atlanta is just barely over five hundred. But well, the Cleveland's Cavs are, way better. The Cavs than are Atlanta. much better. So maybe yeah. maybe I mean what do you now I'm gonna switch the deck on you. If, mm-hmm. if you know that, do you put Kawhi Leonard and Paul George versus Atlanta knowing that that might be an easier win? Or do you put yes. them against the Cavs in <laughs> yes, hopes of beating the better team and then you go shorthanded against the worst team and try to get both wins? 
I don't know. I personally, Tricky. I would, I would stack the deck versus Atlanta mostly because the they win. beat us. They beat us. We already beat Cleveland, and I'd let the young guys see what they can do versus Cleveland and take my lumps. That's what I would do. I would yeah, stack right. the deck versus Atlanta, take my lumps versus Cleveland, because we've proven that we're not particularly very good versus winning basketball clubs. Yeah, we have shown so, that. So, you know, and we're not going to look at the end of the day. No, you look. The Eastern Conference. Oh, oh, oh my God. Put it away. Hank. Sorry, buddy. It's sorry. Massive. I'm sorry. No, it's same team. Oh, same team. Same team. No, no, no. I don't want to see how you share your DNA. So, oh, great. There's kids who listen to this. <laughs> All over my Merca. I mean, there's kids who listen so, to this in Europe. To be fair, they've heard worse. Well, I am fluid in Euro. But enough about you your bodily saying, fluence. You were saying, if you can still remember. <laughs> Here's the thing. We've been bad against winning ball clubs. I get it. I don't care about the Cavs or the Hawks because best case scenario, we see an Eastern Conference squad in the playoffs because that means we got to the NBA Finals. So I'm not, I'm not worried. I, I don't want any, I don't care about a statement game. Oh, we beat the Cavs. Look at us. So we stacked the deck, and then we let the youngsters take their lumps and do their best versus Atlanta. I'm stacking the deck versus Atlanta. I'm taking my lumps versus Cleveland. That's what I'm doing if I'm coach. There's a very good reason why I'm not coach. What is it? That I'm not a good coach. <laughs> there it is. Oh, no, you're a champion. You're a oh, champion, oh. former champion. I am, a, and I, I exited, I retired as champion at Hermosa Beach Youth I, I, Basketball. I, I bet you Tom Brady wishes he did that. Oh yeah, yeah, emasculated. Yeah, you almost got shut out by your. I believe it was your cowpokes. It was right? my. Cow, it was my yeah. sweet, sweet cowboys. And on top of that, when when the cowboys beat them, the knock was yeah against against the Bucks. I mean, yikes! The Super Bowl right. defending Bucks. Is that what well? They about? won two Super Bowls ago. I know, but, but I hear still, you. still, I hear you. It's Tom Brady. Still. He's the goat. So I read crazy stuff on Twitter, which is basically why Twitter exists. Sure. And I'm just going to ask you, Hank. Do it. I'm going to tell you my theory first, and then I'm just interested in what you have to say. These Clipper Nation yahoos going nuts on Clippers, saying the season's over. Let's root for someone else. Ugh. That is bonkers. Is, yeah, do you bonkers. share this with no. me? Do you, no, no, what? but do you share oh. this with me where – I love the Clippers so much that I genuinely dislike every other Western Conference team. I cannot get behind anyone in the West. I can't think of a single team that wouldn't sicken me if they did well. I, I can't think of a Western yeah, Conference I, no. team that I like. No, I can't either. I can't either. There's no one that I would root for. I, I've tried to do that. I've tried to get excited about it. I think I would do the opposite. I think I would do the opposite. I mean, I think about it. Which is? I would, if I was going to continue to watch the basketball after the Clippers got eliminated, and I probably won't, as has become my habit. Yes, uh, no, I would want. I would want to root against the teams that eliminated us. And I even had a friend who, I have a friend who's a, a, I'll talk about football. I have a friend who's a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. And uh, we were talking about the Cowboys and the Bucks game. And he was like, I'll tell you what, buddy. Whoever wins, that's who I'm rooting for for the rest of the season. So if you guys beat us, I'm rooting for the Cowboys the whole rest of the season. And I went, I don't, I went, I don't know what that he is. Me too, bud. Wink. Me nah, too. And he's, like, what you, he's like, why are you winking? <laughs> Stop winking at me. Why'd you uh, FaceTime me and show me your winks? I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. 
I wouldn't want to turn and root for another team. Now, the the reason for that is because I'm I've become a full Clippers fan. There was a time where I was right. rooting for both the Clippers and the Lakers, and I was excited sure. for either team, and I'd be thrilled for, the city. for them. I get it. I get um, it. For the city, the city's just, happy when no, the L word wins. I, I, totally I don't. I don't believe. I mean, even when I had, I told you this story, even when I had Rams season tickets for a couple of seasons, just for fun, I'd never seen the Cowboys play live because my family's from Texas, but I never lived in Texas and I'd never seen the Cowboys. And then I finally saw them play the Rams in the NFC East wildcard game or the NFC wildcard game. And the Rams went on to be in the Super Bowl that year. And I watched them. And, but after watching them play the Cowboys and realizing like what a Cowboys fan I was, I didn't even – I watched the game at a bar, and I didn't feel like that was my win. When the Rams won the Super Bowl, and Crazy. that's the first time I've lived in an and NFL you're a former team. season ticket holder. And you're I was a, a se- former I was a season ticket holder. But I just realized, holder. like, nope, this is my team. This is my team, is the Clippers Cowboys. are your team. And so it's oh, the you Clippers, huh. and I don't so know you what wouldn't, it would hmm, And I know, so I know you, a guy hmm. who switches teams every season. He's like, every season Lame. I pick – I pick a new team every season. Oh, horrible. What and so, a like, jerk. he got behind the Spurs a couple of seasons ago when they suddenly were good. And I was like, you're gross, dude. Like, anybody can. That was a long can, time ago. Can look at the, the trends. Can, I mean, sorry, long the uh, Suns. Sorry, I meant the Suns. I meant the Suns. Suns, there you go. You can there look you at, you can look at, anyone can look and be like, oh, they got Devin Booker and Chris Paul. So, I'm going hmm. to be a Suns fan. Like, hmm. get so, out of here. Hmm. So, former Utah Jazz season ticket holder. Henry Dittman (laughs) would not root for the Utah Jazz. No, No. even though you were a former season ticket holder for the Utah Jazz. I I honestly can't think of any team in the NBA that I would root for. Oh, really? So, which is why I don't watch. I root, root, root for the Eastern Conference. Like I root for the Eastern Conference anytime they play one of the fifteen Western Conference teams that aren't us. I I wholeheartedly, full throatedly root for the Eastern Conference. I, I want the Eastern Conference because, you know, they play the opposing conference team. You know, you get to play them twice a season, right? So I literally want every Eastern Conference team to go 28-2 and two versus the West. I want them to beat everybody and lose twice to the Clips. So I, I literally root for the East. Obviously, I'm from the East Coast, so it would thrill me for the Nets to do well, even though they, like me, left New Jersey. It would thrill me for the Knickerbockers to do well because New York City is the greatest city in the world. Well, certainly the greatest city in the Northeast. And it would thrill me. It thrilled me when the Milwaukee Bucks won. It would thrill me if the Boston Celtics won because of our weird kinship with them. It would Meh. just thrill me if the Eastern Conference. It thrilled me. It genuinely thrilled Meh. me when Toronto Raptors won. I was thrilled. Meh. I was thrilled that they beat the Warriors. Great. Thrilled. Good for you. Not me. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's good for bully for you, sir. Billy, bully for you. No, I don't I, I, I don't feel that. I my feel favorite that. team I in the NBA is rooting. Los Angeles Clippers by a, by a mile. Oh my gosh, and my second mile. favorite team is Country Mile. And my second favorite team is a tie between every Eastern Conference team, basically. Yeah, we're different. We're different because <laughs> this, I would. second. We, we'd, we would be on the same side, except you might be rooting for the Eastern Conference team, and I would simply be rooting against the other Western Conference team. I don't feel some. Western Conference kinship, and if we don't win, I just hope it's I hope it's somebody from the Western Conference. If we don't win, I remember I'm I remember going when Detroit. I remember when Detroit Pistons beat Kobe, and I remember when the Celtics beat Kobe, and I was full throatedly rooting for the Pistons, and full throatedly rooting for the Celtics. Paul Pierce 
Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, and then of course the Pistons with Garen Sheed, Rasheed Wallace. I, I would I love both those teams. I really truly did. So there you go. We are very different. Yeah, we're we very different. Very different. I, I on don't. This. But again, we we've said this again in previous episodes, and if this is the first time you've listened to our episode, rate us, share us, but go back and listen to some past. Subscribe, episodes. subscribe. Gotta subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell them. Tell I know it's friends. a big. Oh, they're, they're these guys. They're the they're the longest running Clippers talk show. They're the longest running Clippers podcast. They're the longest running Los Angeles basketball podcast. I get it, but and I'm very thankful for our over one million downloads. However, it's a niche within a niche within a niche. Hey, you share. Tell your Clipper Tell Nation your friends. friends. You'll be shocked that half of them don't know we even exist. Eleven years later, it's nuts. It's nutty, Hank. I know we're out there though, and we're also we also came in as fans twenty years ago, twenty plus two thousand and two. We joined as season ticket holders twenty one years ago. Yeah, but we've but, been but, here but, for but, thick wait, and thin. But to finish that thought, it used to be because the Clippers never never made the postseason that we became great students and fans of the game, and so we did. We would have these conversations with people who only watched their team. And I would look down my nose at them and say, "Oh, well, you don't know anything about the league, but we we know you, you. This team's great, and this team's great, and this guy's great off the bench for this team, and all that." And now, now that the Clippers, speaking of recency bias, are good, and we have playoffs expectations, realistic playoffs expectations, I'm a lot less interested in being a student of the game, and I just love my team, and I want them to win. But it's easy like to feel that. that way now because we've had 11 straight winning seasons after our first yeah. nine seasons. Uh-huh. being really deeply Lo- losing seasons. Yeah, we only had one winning season like in double nine. digits below 500. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Did you do anything to try to change the luck of the Clippers during that losing streak? Did you do anything like any sort of like Hank voodoo? Did you do any? I'm just curious if you didn't, if you ooh, did anything. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I did something really great for my own mental health. I didn't log on to Twitter. <laughs> All right. Well, I I did something. I, I looked at I looked at news articles about potential trades, but I yeah, did but yeah. I did not go onto Twitter, which is how I know that John Wall is prop is you know as a as a piece they're trying to trade, above all else, and why I think it's ridiculous. I think Covington Wall, Covington Jackson, whatever. We'll see what happens, and yeah. it's going to happen in the next two weeks. But what did folks. you do to try to turn the luck? I got this great. City edition, I think it is, towel that just says Clippers in the old San Diego sky blue, orange, and white font. I got this Clippers towel that I draped over in the Tiki Hut Studios underneath a sky blue, white, and orange longboard. And so when you open, when you go into the Tiki Hut Studios and you could play Miss Pac Man, you could go look at the that uh, you could go to the Simpsonian Museum of all my Simpsons tchotchkes and collectibles that I have. But when you walk in, you now see clippers in glorious orange, white, and sky blue. And you see a blue rally towel, a blue rally towel that says, let's go clippers with our clippers new. Get used to it. Here it is. Microsoft-ish staple thing logo. So I Ooh. hung up clippers banners and I was like, you know what? I love this team, and and they and it stinks that they have stunk. It stinks that they lost nine out of twelve. But I'm not going to just stop rooting for them. As a matter of fact, I'm going to root for them more vocally. I'm going to root for them visually. I'm going to hang up more Clippers banners in my Tiki Hut studio, and I did so. That's what I did. 
I, I would never turn my back on this Clipper team. And this just in, folks, Clipper viewing party. Get excited. Who likes to party points itself this guy. Sunday, okay, so it's not going to be this Sunday because of the Dallas time change to 11.30 a.m., but it's an away Sunday game versus Cleveland. So now I'm changing my song. Now I hope Kawhi and PG play versus Cleveland for the great Clipper viewing party that's happening. That's, by the way, grassroots, nothing to do with the Clippers, all fans. Ruhi Khan, the queen of Clippers, is getting her friends together. Clipper Nation, check it out. Sunday the 29th, the game's at 4 o'clock. Tip-off probably at 4.20, buddy, at George Lopez's Brewery in Torrance. It is going to be great. I've been there before at Brews Hall and George Lopez's Brewery in Torrance. Sunday the 29th. If I'm in town, I am going to that at 4 p.m., and I can't wait. So I hope Kawhi and Paul George play at that. And if you want to meet me, and I'll bring the microphone, and I will record all the Wacky Clipper Nation super fans and oh, hear yeah. their thoughts. Oh, that's and great. And so that's a week from Sunday, Hank. I can't wait. If I'm in town, I'm going. I might be out of town, in which case I'll go to the next one. But if I am local, I am there. Maybe we can come up with some Ask Clipper Nation questions or something like that. You can ask everybody. <gasps> cap, else. no cap, or I don't give a oh, crap. Oh, that's fun. I can and play then we can it with also the play. Nation. We can also play. Uh, we, could do, we could do a... Uh, do a family feud style where you ask a bunch of them and then Survey like says. I can guess how many people answered it. Which answers multiple choice. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Get to work, Chris Kawhi. That'd be good. But the Clippers well, got to work tonight. They got a they big did. win got against those w. Spurs. The former the Kawhi Leonard Spurs. We like it. And let's see what happens when we go into when we finish up our Texas two step into now, Dallas. Oh, you love it. You love the Texas two step. I like to eat the Texas toast. I like to carry my bread, pistol buddy. around and Just shoot it in the bread. air. You do not Get like my 50-gallon hat. I like my waffle in the shape of the great state of Texas that's the size of a hubcap for some inexplicable reason. I love Texas. I like to go to Texas and get W's for the L.A. Clippers. Hank, I always ask you to sound the horn, but I'm going to ask you to do something different tonight. I want you to wrap up the show, and then I want you to ask me to sound the horn. Ooh, that's so nice. Clippers Nation, please believe. Please, 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 the sky is not falling. Like us, subscribe us, tell your friends about us, but most of all, believe in these Clippers. Please stand strong with them. They need your love more than now, than, now more than ever. And Chris Kowal, please sound the horn. I'll never do a long horn. I'll take my own note. I'm in the middle of a really long horn. I'm the pot calling the kettle black. I'm one of the world's biggest jerks. I'm sorry, Hank. I'm running out of breath. <laughs> Welcome to Hypocrite Cast.
是。